0: What do you get when you throw two natural-born intuitive mediums together with a passion for animals and empowerment? Spirits, angels, and guides. Oh my! I'm empowerment medium Tara Diana. And I am intuitive medium Nancy Brady. Together we focus on the good, the bad, and the ugly of working with the spirit realm. But mostly we're focusing on the good. Hey Tara, welcome. How are you doing today?
1: I am lovely. Welcome back everyone. We are excited. Excited for I'm always excited. So you're going to hear that like every time you see me, but we are excited for this topic. And I feel like before we get into it, before Nancy tells you what the topic is, I want to say this. Remember that these are our opinions. These are Nancy and I coming on from a spiritualist point of view, but it's our spiritualist point of view. So when we talk about certain things and you're sitting back going, nah, that, that ain't what I'm thinking. That's okay, because this is just Nancy Nice perspective. You take what you love, you leave behind the rest, and we all move forward to the next podcast.
0: Absolutely. And if we shake the foundations of your beliefs a little bit, great. And if we don't, that's fine too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what is the topic? All right. Today we are talking about ghost hunting, ghost hunting shows, rescue mediums, and what Hollywood has done to it all. Ugh.
1: You guys thought the rabbit hole with durian virtue was bad. Wait until you get me down this rabbit hole. I want to preface this with the fact that I have done paranormal investigations. I do not do paranormal investigations with all the bells and whistles. I leave that up to, to, um, to the Bettys and the Lynns and the, the Cindys of our world. I don't do any of that stuff. I don't need any of that stuff. I don't need to prove what I I see, feel, or hear. I just give it. So I am not uh, a huge fan of ghost shows and, and uh, you know, I like spooky stories. I like going into places and clearing them. But when I tell you guys what I usually find, you're all going to be mad at me.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's interesting because I find a lot of people who are first starting their journey into mediumship and, and really enhancing their psychic abilities start with ghost hunting and ghost shows.
1: Or angel cards. Can I just say that? Can I just say that? Yeah, you've turned. Or the ghost hunting or, 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 or healing. Like they want to get into the energy work. Or angel cards. What did you do beforehand? What made you become a medium? Oh my God, I was an angel card reader. No shade to angel card readers at all. It just seems to be kind of like a, a flow thing. I but- think it's
0: that way, Tara, because angels are socially acceptable. When I tell people I can talk to animals... Um some people think that's really weird. They believe 100% I can talk to their their deceased loved one, but they find it hard that I can communicate with animal energy and animals both here and past. Are you
1: serious because I find that people because for the most part I'm a very very uh attuned to animal. I love all animals, but I find that more reassuring than if you came to me and said, "Yeah, I talked to Archangel Michael," even though I channel Michael too. Um I'd be like, oh yeah, no, you talked, you talked to my dog. Can you have a word please down the, of the bedroom? Um, you know, that to me would be way more powerful, but that's different perspective because I think for me doing the work I do, hence why with Ryan crossed over, it's so much easier for me and people keep saying, I can't believe you, blah, blah, blah. That's a
0: subject for another time, friends. Um, and for, for the new listeners who, who don't know, um, Tara lost her son in 2023. And his name is Ryan.
1: Sorry, guys. Yes. <laughs> you know who Ryan is. Um, But but for me, like, talking to angels is, like, easy. Or channeling angels or getting the messages from them is easy. Talking to animals not quite the same for me. So, anyway. Ghost shows. Yes. People start their journey. Tell us what you think.
0: Oh, you know what? I love it. I, I'm the same as you. I love a good spooky story. I... You know, when I first started my journey, a lot of my mentors like you should never watch horror movies. It'll lower your vibration. Are you kidding? I love that stuff. Bring me on some good insidious or, you know, possessed shows and different things like that. That's so much fun. And um, I, (laughs) I have been on my fair share of hunts as well. And, and, and I, I totally have an appreciation for the people who bring the equipment. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm often so excited when you record orbs or you hear voices and and stuff like that, I, I do feel our end result may be very similar to your or my opinion on on this at the end. Um, but I do love a good show. And I do find though there's different um calibers and quality of people out there. let's let's put it that way. like there's there's one particular show and it's a bunch of men and they tend to like go and they tend to, be triggering and they'll say things to get reaction from the ghosts and you know then there's other people I used to love watching these two British ladies they were called rescue mediums they don't have a show anymore and and they would go in and and they'd they'd start off the show and they'd they'd go in they'd tell the history of the house from their mediumistic energy okay would tell the people what they found in the house and then they'd clear the house And then they go have a glass of wine and I just loved it. Like it was just wine's always good. I love wine, but it's like really about, I thought it was so cool that they could offer this service. I did find it always a bit staggering that so many spirits could be stuck. Mm. I know I'm going to open that rabbit hole for you. You ready? (laughs) You know, the rabbit hole opens when I do this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay.
0: And I'm going to hand the
1: mic. (laughs) So when. Nine times out of 10, when I go into someone's home that says their home needs to be cleared, I go into residual energy. So what I mean by that is I walk into someone's home and I'm like, holy shadoodles. That is a lot of uh, built up energy energy from the people that lived in the home previously, from the energy from, from you know, when the land was built, or the land was built, when the house was built, or what was on the, ha- the land before this house was built. It, it's usually residual energy that just builds up. It is rarely spirit. Mm-hmm. It is rarely spirit. It is usual energy. And if it is spirit, if there is spirit in there, it is not spirit that is causing any kind of commotion. It is the energy, the residual energy. Because again, in my personal view, and all the work, and remember, I'm 52 years old, and I have been doing this work professionally since I was like 20 something. So I have done a lot of homes. I've been on a lot of. I've been on a lot of paranormal uh, investigations with stuff, without stuff. And I'd like to to preface that with, I'm lazy, and what I mean by that is when we talk about. When we talk about tarot cards and I say I can read tarot cards and they're like, oh, do you know what each you know suit means? And I'm like, no, why would I read a book when spirit tells me? I am very accustomed and very attuned to allowing the messages to come through me from spirit, whatever spirit. So I tend not to read the books in the card decks. I tend not to go out and buy the gadgets. They're fun to look at. They're, they're fun to see when you record something and then you can be like, yes, see, I told you what I heard. <laughs> because <laughs> everyone hears it. It's not just me in my uh, intuitive or mediumistic or psychic, whatever you want to call it, space. Everyone can hear. I do love that. I just don't bother with it. Does that make sense? Totally makes sense. So going into homes and things like that, for me, really comes to a place of, Why am I here? What is going on in the home that I can maybe change? And I have never had to rescue a spirit. I have never had to tell a spirit, oh, no, you're not stuck here. Carry on. Because spirits come and go as they please. So in my, anything I've ever been shown my spirit was, it was never like I'm stuck in in here. Because that would be like purgatory. I'm stuck. That would be like believing in purgatory. And if you watched our last, our last show, I do not believe in there is ever a purgatory. I believe that is man made bullshit. Are we allowed to swear in here? Am I allowed to swear? Yeah, I think we can swear. We'll just have a disclaimer. We'll put it in the write up. Tara is is using foul language again. Uh, but but seriously, though, like, let's just be straight up and honest. Spirits cross over and they cross over immediately. They do not get stuck. They They transition immediately. They are here and then their souls go. Now, they may linger here for a moment and look down upon themselves. That I all believe. Yes, yes, yes. But I do not believe they get stuck here. I do not believe it is my mission as a medium to tell them to cross to the other side, to show them. And all the mediums can fight me on this, but that is the way I work. I've never, ever had to do that. I do believe that uh, mediums, mediums come back. I do believe spirit comes back to have... I look at something or that's how they know things that are going on. That's how they can communicate with you. I do believe in all of that. I'm going to give you a heads up. The dogs are all going to start barking in two minutes. Um, But but I do believe in that. I just don't believe that we have to rescue any kind of spirit. I don't believe in evil spirits. I don't believe in demons. I don't believe in poltergeist. I believe in a good movie. But I don't believe in any of that stuff because they've never shown it to me. We had a guy, Nancy, just quickly before before I stop talking. Um, we had a, a guy, this is years ago when when um I was still in TNT Spiritual Wellness Connections with the lovely Tina Cleland. If you have a chance, look her up. She does great um biofeedback work. Um it, when we were in that that phase, we did a huge event and a big, huge dinner theater. I think there was four hundred people, Nancy. Mm-hmm. And um we hired someone to come in and do a talk on paranormal and he had a screen and he was talking about a specific place that actually is very close to my house and I've been there a thousand times and there's tons of activity there for sure. For sure there is. The spirits like to come and go from that place that are associated with it. But he started talking about gargoyles shifting and changing and showing up and and I, I thought to myself, wow. Here we go. Because I'm not here to trick anyone I, I I my flavor is authentic my flavor is this is how it works my flavor is not I do I believe in other beings absolutely do I believe in in spirit um uh el- elementals and things absolutely but going down the path and trying to convince people that gargoyles were shifting and changing and and whatever I just couldn't I couldn't buy it and I was super disappointed I didn't vet this guy better oh. Right. Yeah. So yeah. so, you know, you've got to be careful what you're seeing, what you're hearing, what people are feeding you. A lot of it's entertainment. Not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Same with those ghost hunting shows. And you have a little more um, about that. But those ghost hunting shows, they have to make it entertaining.
0: Absolutely. hundred percent. And I, I'm going to reiterate a lot of what what Tara has said, because for me, it's a lot of this a very similar um, belief system. I've done this a lot. I've been in this a long time as well. There's. I've gone on ghost hunts, and I do believe um, there's definitely a lot of residual energy. And what I've seen traditionally, if there is a spirit there with that residual energy, it's usually a loved one checking in on the person who's here, who's terrified of that residual energy. And so often you have to sort of, you know, put the disclaimer to to whoever's hired you that you know this is so and so visiting you. This is residual energy. But I also want to add in, you know, if so-and-so is scaring you when they visit you, say, I'm not ready yet. Because you are in control all the time with what is brought into your energetic field and what is removed from it. So if you're going to sit in a place of negativity, saying my house is haunted by a demonic demon, you are creating a negative residual energy that is in your house. So if Nana... (laughs) start to believe it. And you start to believe it and you start to create it and it manifests and it becomes something bigger and more, um, you know, and if Nana's checking in on you because she knows you're terrified and suddenly you're blaming Nana that she's stuck in your house, it's not Nana, right? And and I feel that there's a lot of places, you know, with some of the the places in in the movies, like based on true stories where people will go and they'll be like, oh, the the movie was filmed here and this is based on this or based on that. And there is activity within that house because all the people who are going to visit that house are projecting, oh, there's a demon in here. There's a negativity in here. Amityville Horror, perfect example. Perfect example. Um, They've had people over and over go in and investigate and not come up with anything. And that
1: that brings you to just... Just quickly here, Warren and Lorraine, why can I not remember their last names? Because they didn't matter. Ed. Ed and Lorraine Warren. Oh, Ed and Lorraine Warren. See, yes. close. I had some names in there. You did? Uh, <laughs> you know, they had a museum of all these articles they took out of there. You know, isn't that where Annabelle the doll came from? The same. Yeah. So all that stuff, that's fun. That's <laughs> interesting, that's spooky, that's, that's whatever. That stuff annoys the living bejesus out of me because in the end i find all of that stuff to take away from the work that we are actually trying to do now was amityville haunted Uh, was was annabelle haunted Uh, i have a hard time with that i'm not i'm not ed
0: and lorraine warren i've never been to that house so so i'm gonna interject here just for food for thought because we're back and forth on this I have seen people move physical objects with energy. Just their thir- their thought, their intention. Yeah. We both believe everything in this world is created with energy. Right? Sure. So who's to say that, again, if someone is putting all the intention and negativity into that Annabelle doll, they're creating a negative energy that's contained within an object. not saying haunted. I'm saying the same sort of thing that we're saying about a house that has residual energy. What do you think
1: about... I can take that. that. So let me give you this. Does that make the doll evil and will do evil things? I can see a doll having negative energy. So when you see that doll, you're like, okay, I don't want to touch that doll. That doll is emitting negativity. Yeah. I can take that, okay? I can take that for real. But is that doll, with all the negative energy that it's absorbed because people are like, and just sending it continuously to this doll, is that doll capable of doing things to other people? Right. I'm going to say, no. I'm going to say that doll has now become a object of people's Fear, yeah. so their anxiety, their, their even neurosis, if you will, they they put that all inside there. So now that doll holds a power, but it won't hold a power to everyone. It'll hold a power to those individuals that are are looking to be scared or to yeah. be you know same with with homes, because things like um, spirits in homes. You know, I get called a lot. I used to anyway, don't as much right now. And I think that's because I've shifted some of my work a bit, but I used to get called all the time for monsters in the closets Mm -hmm. uh, and monsters under the beds, et cetera, et cetera. And again, a lot of the time, if it's not a loved one in the home or not a spirit that's connected to the land or the house or, or a loved one, as you said, it, it can be your guides. It can be the angelic realm. Archangel Michael, I swear, didn't know he was tormenting this poor little boy in Burnaby. For the love of the sweet goddess, I said, you're coming in way too strong, buddy. This kid is never going to sleep if you keep doing this. So I taught the child how to set boundaries, etc. Didn't hear from him again until he was older and the energy shifted. Now there's a natural born medium.
0: Right. Yeah. And and I do feel a lot of it is based around education and intention. So for example, one of the shows, uh, there's a, a gentleman called Zach Baggins and it's a haunted show and he goes around and he's one of the ones that tries to trigger the ghosts and he does the same thing. He takes haunted objects out. I believe it's Vegas. He's got a museum where he's got all of these items and he's got a doll there that apparently causes I think it's like heart attacks or car crashes or something like that. So if you if you don't ask permission of the doll and this and that. Now He's making a lot of money off of that museum. Oh, thank you, Nancy. Nancy. so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, I looked back. it up when I was in Vegas out of curiosity and I think it was something like <clears throat> it worked out to 90 Canadian dollars just to go to this museum. Now, if I'm going into that museum and I'm looking to be scared or I want to debunk whatever it is that's attached to this doll and the story, the, the, the curse, let's say... Um, and then I put the intention or the manifestation there that this is going to happen to me. We are energy. So if I go away believing I've looked at this doll and I'm going to have a heart attack later today, I've just created that reality. Okay. I just wrote that down to 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 bring up. Is
1: that where do you draw the line? Yeah. You know, it, that brings the uh, up curses. And I know that's another topic down the road. But... You're only cursed if you believe you're cursed. So if you're going in, like you have just said, Nancy, and you're going in and you're looking at this doll and you've been told this doll does this, and there's something, a little something in the back of your mind that goes, you're, you're going in going, nah, bull crap, whatever. But something in the back of your mind is like, I'm scared of that doll. I, I feel that doll can do that. You walk in there and all of a sudden you're hit with this wave of energy and you walk out thinking you're going to have a heart attack. You're going to manifest that God darn heart attack. Yeah. And I feel as as spiritual practitioners, and this guy's not a spiritual practitioner.
0: Am I wrong? No, I mean he's given indication, I think, that he's quite psychic and intuitive, but I don't really watch the show anymore. Um so but but he's not
1: saying that I I I am a practitioner per se. No, no. He's intuitive, he can pick up everyone is, but he's making bang for his buck here. Yeah. where
0: is the um obligation of safety so that's the fun fact so when you go to the museum you have to sign off on a disclaimer when you enter the museum and you have to sign off on a disclaimer when you look at the doll um, because they give you the history of it and saying if anything happens to you there are no way legally you know to me right
1: there the whole thing's fake to me right there the whole thing is fake it's all about money the guy's an ass he can fight me. Everyone can fight me. I'm good at boxing. Um, He can fight me because I am for real. When people start doing that kind of stuff now, now don't get me wrong, Nancy Boo. We all have you know moments where we say, "Hey, we 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 are just telling you this stuff. We are bringing it to you. What you do with it is yours." So I understand where he's coming from with this. But my work is never ever ever meant to scare you, hurt you, cause you anxiety, fear. It is to always work in the highest and best. For what you need to move forward, whether that's a message from a loved one. And I know that this, you work this way and anyone associated with us works this way. Our contract with spirit is to be for the highest and best of the people. He's not being for the highest and best. He has opened up a trap for people with anxiousness. That people think, you know, with people that are fearful. People that want something to blame. their already existing, pre-existing conditions on. Oh, I went and saw this. He's opening up a can of wormholes and like Lord Almighty make all the money you want to make dude but don't make it on
0: someone else's fair base. And I want to add further to that like Tara and I do um a lot of teaching on the side as well and the thing I always say to my young developing mediums you set the rules with spirit. Right? The contract. It's a contract. Spirit is not allowed in my room when I sleep. When I first started opening up, oh my God, I never got any sleep. They were waking me up all the time. Now to four to twelve psychologist. That's that's right. <laughs> and so if you say nothing negative shall be in my light, and you set yourself from the highest good and you work from love and light, you're not going to attract that negativity. Um there was an individual I heard uh at one of the churches spiritualist church that Tara and I go to talking about demons and talking about all of these things and I just can't go there I don't want to go there I don't want to be there I want to be in love and light and of service so um you know the more that I think a person sits there and says I am I'm really fascinated with you know demons and and this and that they are going to create that reality around them right so remember you set the rules with spirit You set what comes into your world energetically, and you also have the ability to set what you shut out of your world energetically.
1: You know, talking about the ghost, you know, and what you're just saying, and and being in control. Spirit does not control us. Spirit cannot possess us, right? Do you know that my mother, bless, she's still with us, she's a lovely woman. Um, My mom let me watch, she's so funny. She loves anything to do with horror. So sort does of my sister. Like horror movies, horror shows. My sister, her her room used to be, um, even in her house, was just filled with horror figures. And I think she just started selling them off because they they um, downsized. Uh, but she loves all that stuff. Mike Myers, all those things are they're like her best friends. And my mom's like that. And she's scared. She's always scared, hiding in us, you know, when we watch a movie or anything. But my mom, when I was five years old, let me watch The Exorcist. She, the exorcist did not scare me. Why it did not scare me? I don't know. I only remember it vaguely. She also let me watch Sunny and Cher sing, sing. You know, in in Rod Stewart sing. If you think I'm sexy, when I was five. So I don't know my mother is she, good, good, good Anglican woman. But oh, and I was wondering if you were comparing Sunny and Cher to horror movies. <laughs> I love Cher, Cher, Cher. I love Sunny Cher. Cher. Sonny, <laughs> rest in peace. Come and visit us. Um but but honestly you know i so i was always open to this i was never afraid of any of this stuff you could take me through a now my sister is going to come on here and she's going to dispute everything i just said because i was just about to say to you i'm not scared of any now that stuff scares me but if i go through a haunted house i literally hide behind paula and i don't look at anything (laughs) that's because I don't like the
0: jump scare. I just wanna say that. I don't like the jump scare. I don't like no, the nor do I. I, don't, I mean... don't like the jump or the touch scare. Like there's yeah. a place by my house that creates this it's a gardening center and it creates this horal. Yeah. Potters. It used to be called Potters, it's called something else now. Something else now. And I do not want to go there. I do not enjoy someone being in my bubble with the potential. I know they don't they're not supposed to touch you, but they might and I don't want that.
1: It's so funny. I go every year. This year, I took Elias and Kiara with us, and and we had a great time. But my my point being here, a lot of the stuff that Hollywood has subscribed to is meant for entertainment. And I think this is very, very much a valid point, Nancy, is that the medium shows. My mom's a medium. um, uh, Teresa Caputo, why can't I remember the name of her show? Long Island medium. Long Island media, yeah, okay. <laughs> all of that stuff, because I told you this years ago, I was approached three different times by three different producers. Let me interview you, See, if do a show. And all of them in some different capacity said to me, we need it to be entertaining. Can you make them cry? Can you do this? And I, I declined for a number of reasons. One being that my husband's an introvert, so having them in our house was not it. Um, I didn't want my kids growing up being center of attention. There's a lot of negativity that comes with that. But I didn't want my clients to feel like they had to be, like, on par with everything. You know, I I just, it didn't feel good to me. So, every, all these shows, these ghost shows, they all
0: have to have something that's going to draw the viewers back. And I want to add, I want to add to that, too. When you and I are doing downloads or communicating with spirit, it's everything on the show is edited. Yes, right. absolutely. So you know, for something that might take you a thirty minute or 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 let's say a forty five minute reading that someone books with you, they edit that reading into five minutes on the TV show. So they take all all of that. If they're going to do what I call show up and throw up where they just walk into a random store and say, "I'm, um, excuse me, ma'am, I have your grandma here with you. Can I give you a message? Which I hate, I hate, I hate. Um, rest assured, they've gone to that woman ahead of time and said, we need to have you on TV. Can you sign a contract? Uh, she's got your grandma here and wants to give you a message. Well, who's going to say no? <laughs> right? I so- that's the thing. And that's the thing. The more authenticity you're going to get
1: is when you do something like platform work. Where you go up in front of a group of people, maybe 40, 50 people, or smaller. Uh, and you go up and you're like, okay, you know, I have this person here. I feel like I'm drawn to you. And you give some evidence and and whatever. Or if it's a guide, you give the message, but you give some evidence. And then the people can kind of, um, you know, get a feel for it and and whatnot. And it's, and it's a cold call. Mm-hmm. So just come are in the space. Everyone's there for the right reason. Because who's, it's not my right to go up to just anybody and be like, hey, I've got. Father, what if, what if there are some issues that you haven't dealt with yet? And now yeah. you to say, hey, I'm sorry. And you're, you're like, no, 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 no. I have no authority to open up cans of worms for people. Mm-hmm. That's why I wait for people to come to me. That's why you will never see me walking down the street. What you will see me do, and I love doing this, is, hey, I've got a crystal for you. Here's the message. And I like doing that because I like to bring people's energies up. I'm like, this is what you need to know right now about you. I don't get into anything. I don't give a business card out. I give a crystal with a little message of what the crystal is. And I'm like, have a great day friend. I'm not here to tell you anything about anything else because you haven't asked me to, and I'm stepping into your world and I, if I don't have permission, it's disrespectful.
0: And what I do is because we started out this podcast talking about our contract is with spirit. So if I have someone coming to me, and I don't go around open all the time. I'm a human. I'm a soul living human. i that. But sometimes spirit is very persistent in the grocery store. And I will say to spirit, if you want your loved one to get a reading for me, you figure out how to get them to me. And that's my contract with them. And it's very cool how sometimes it just happens. Yep. I, I truly believe that people find
1: me when they're meant to find me. Yep. And they believe that too. They will be like, I can't believe you just walked into my world. I, I wasn't gonna come to this event or I, I just saw you when I was flipping through TikTok or whatever, right? And I do all that social media because I like to do fun things like give the periodic message to someone. I don't know who needs to hear this because I don't know who needs to hear this. I don't care who needs to hear this. I just want to give the message.
0: Probably. Help Red Sox. <laughs> it's a very great form of entertainment. And by all means, uh, we hope you've certainly enjoyed our coffee talk, right? About Hollywood and shows and just Red... our perspective,
1: just our thought processes. You know, and and I don't, you know, I really, really don't judge anyone on their belief structures when it comes to this stuff. If they believe they are rescuing spirits, all the power to them. They're doing something good because their heart's in the right place. Uh I just don't see it the same way, and they probably don't see me the same way. And that is just
0: what it's called being unique. Yeah. And, and you know, I'm not for everyone. Everyone's not for me. And, and that's okay. You know, and so... I, I guess if anyone has a takeaway from this, I would just summarize it: I take a lot of Hollywood with a grain of salt, straight up. Okay, sister, what's our next one coming up? What? what well, entice people to come and visit us again with. Okay, so if you guys are interested in mediumship, this is the one for you. We're going to be talking about natural-born mediums versus people who have learned. Oh. Everything feels like a trigger. Okay.
1: I'm not going to purse my lips. I'm going to end this in love and light and look forward to seeing everyone in the next little bit and, and, um, Hey, I want to put this out there. There are a lot of things that people ask us, a lot of questions that people ask us and Nancy, uh, I think that, uh, you and I should maybe answer some of those
0: questions. Absolutely. So if you have questions for us, definitely write in our contact details are below. And um, you can reach out for at Nancy Christine Brady or at SpiritEssenceByTaraDiana.com and throw some questions our way and we will have a whole episode where we answer your questions. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye.